0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Fun nigga, I had to double up. Walking they building, they know it's us. Giuseppe, my shoes on my wrist, a bus. They only popping because of us. On the long run, I had to run it up. Been in the game, I've been coming up. They only popping because of us. They only popping. Hold up. Wait. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay Cause I moved on to that new money I'm drinking Sprite and it's too money. If you loyal, you gotta prove to me Ain't nothing a nigga could do for me Cause I write my own songs, make my own beats They don't know all the things I could do Damn shit, if I could shoot my own videos Nigga, I'd do this shit too I had a double up, What can they build and they know it's us Just zapping my shoes on my wrist
1: or They only get of the Shout out LXD for that all right, from the nosebleeds to the studio i am your host lj again you were listening to lxd off his revived album his latest album to release a few months ago and guys let me just tell you first of all bro proud of you dog for this album definitely your best work yet but guys there's so much more to come from this man uh it's only getting started so if you like what you're hearing give him a follow on social media platforms i am lxd and uh just anywhere you get your music Type in LXD and uh, you got two nice albums, three nice albums actually, and um, a few uh, singles just just, to, just, for now. Good amount of content just to keep you, you know, interested, but uh, trust me, there's plenty more to come. So again, shout out to you, bro, for letting me uh, loop this track in the beginning and I'm going to be playing the album throughout the episode as well. So again, shout out to you and I hope all you guys enjoy uh, listening to it while it's there in the background but um i want to get started with this episode but first before we get too in deep i kind of want to go over kind of what's been going on um this whole time since i did the last episode and kind of what the future is going to entail real quick um it's been a year since the last episode here from the nosebleeds um and things have dramatically changed since then as i'm sure it has for everybody as you can see i'm no longer at the school um kind of in my own uh room right now uh got the jerseys up i'm gonna be moving in in about a month or so and a month so this whole setup's gonna look different um in a sense but uh you know i got the title belt right there which uh funny enough we'll get into as well um it was just you know it's it's different to be here definitely because you know you, when you're in that uh studio setting it definitely feels uh, professional so when you're setting it up at home you have that that trick, you know, you want to make it as professional as possible, but yet make it seem homey, you know, um, and feel comfortable while you're doing it at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, if you're not comfortable, this is not going to get anywhere, you know, but ultimately I'm at that place where, where, you know, I'm comfortable, um, and you know, I got, got a whole bunch of new, new equipment, um, it's it's Rodecaster Pro here, I got has been, not even promo anything, man, but this has been the greatest thing i have purchased in a very long time um so anybody looking to get into this this field i recommend you looking into that but enough free promo for them eventually (laughs) i'll get paid for that (laughs) but um yeah just kind of talk about you know what's what's to come today today's just going to be a brief little episode Just kind of want to update you on the few kind of summer league games that we've had these past few days and um WWE Monday Night Raw took place in Orlando yesterday, and um, I work at the Amway Center, so I was working the event. So, kind of got a, got a chance to see it firsthand for the first time—a uh, Monday Night Raw event. Like I've seen NXT when they came to my hometown in Fort Pierce, Florida, but as far as um, a main show, I've not seen it yet. So this is this is kind of uh, dope for me to be able to experience it. So I'm definitely excited. Um. But yeah, as as things kind of go on with that, after that's pretty much gonna be it. Just again, just kind of wanna keep you guys updated. And as the weeks go along, we will be putting out more episodes and gonna have guests. Um, hopefully some some very great guests as well. Not gonna name drop them quite yet, but uh, once once we get them on, we'll definitely be I'll definitely be posting them up and and hopefully get you guys in and and you guys you guys listening and anybody who's been on the show before anybody who's always thought about wanting to get on the show um you know we're starting from the ground up again basically here so by all means that you know what that's what the show is predicated on just kind of community interaction community kind of um a community voice like um i want to be able to you know in be able to be that voice for multiple groups of people you know like and it's it's having this opportunity it's a great way to start so you know i need your guys help with that though with that too as well though so again any anything y'all you guys want to be a guest any suggestions you got my way anything you want to think about doing by all means um you got my number shoot me a text you got my social media whatever dm me um if you need that information just um you know subscribe to the podcast um contact me again via via that and and we'll definitely um can set something up if we don't already have that communication but i'm I'm very available so it shouldn't really shouldn't be be a problem um but again man just thank you guys real again for just tuning in and and joining in and being a part of this this process because i'm excited and there's a lot there's a lot more to come definitely um we started just mainly talking sports, but d- down the line, I think we wanna we wanna branch out, and incorporate music a little bit more. As you can see here, as we're doing with LXD and stuff like that, it's it's kind of dope because um, you realize how synonymous music and sports are together, and and a lot of culture, honestly, a lot of pop culture, but especially music and um, hip hop and basketball really really go hand in hand, and um, I think it's just really easy. To, to when you look at that To like Not really acknowledge the significance That it might have on the community As a whole on And the culture as a whole but it does And like man Just just because of that I definitely want to be You know a part of that If you know that means anything And also like I've talked about this with a few people But this podcast also um, Most of you know Those who don't know me i uh, I was born and raised in Florida but my whole family is uh come is Puerto Rican. They come from the island. You know, I like to sepa, you know. Uh, <laughs> but um my my goal my goal also is to branch out more into um Spanish as well. And and have, you know, a dual Spanish English kinda kinda podcast there. Um I'm definitely not fluent, uh, but um I, I think I think definitely We'll have some great conversations and I think I'm going to be able to to get some some great guests as well because of that. And again, if you guys are, are a fan of sports or just a fan of, of hearing hearing, um, you know, the underdog story or just being being a part of, of anything like that, trust me, this is the podcast you're going to want to tune into. You are going to want to listen to because the stuff that's coming down the line, I, I believe is going to be going to be really, really cool. Um, and, and those of you that know me, you guys know just how much sports has just always been a part of my life and, um, any, anything I can do to, to be involved around it, you know, that's always been me and, and learning and our, our culture, man, it's not just one sport, man. We, we play, we play everything, you know? And, um, as far as like, just my, my background, you know, like this, this space seems right to, to be able to to be a voice and and maybe you know just kind of branch branch two communities together that have shaped me as a whole um again the just the both both the um black culture black you know hip-hop music soul r&b that you know that's as much as a part of me as as is you know the the spanish music the spanish music and and the language and and all that, and the heritage and the culture and the dishes and the cooking and like, I, I'm I'm such a even mix of the two. I think <laughs> that um, man, it's it would be remiss if I didn't try to put that out there because I know I'm not the only one. Trust me, I'm 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 a I'm on a small blip. Especially living in Orlando, there's so many of us like there's so many of us you know like this that you know. Just, just love, just love the culture, love cultures, you know. Just love being who we are, and love embracing, you know, the commonalities of, of, you know, our cultures and stuff like that. So, again, it's, it's, it's. I think it's just very exciting for for what's to come. So, just please, just stay tuned, and uh, <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Uh, but again, uh, here's my little setup, little jerseys. I got my uh, Serrano jersey back there, in case you were wondering who the eleven was. Your boy, LJ. That um, we got, you know, Magic. It's facing forward. But yes, it's Dwight Howard jersey. My mom bought me that, like, in middle school. So, uh, that was when, like, a $100 jersey when you're in middle school for your parents to buy it. I had to waste a birthday and a Christmas gift, probably, I think, to get that. So, I'm not leaving that up there, that's for sure. <laughs> and then we got the Penny Hardaway as I mentioned, and uh, the Jordan uh, right next to it. Um, there is definitely more jerseys to come. Ordering some more. Um, main theme I wanted to invoke is obviously Magic and um, the number eleven, which you'll see more as you know we change space and I am able to put you know more things up. But um, at the end of the day, um, you see the Jordan because to me he's, he's the greatest, so I got I got I to put him up there. Y'all know me. Um, and then, like, again, we got some more displays coming up. Just haven't really had the setup considering we're getting, we're in the process of moving, but we're gonna be displaying a lot of these uh, little Funko pops. There we got the Penny Hardaway on camera right there. A little classic. Got Alan Iverson coming in the mail. Whew, it's gonna be, it's fun, man. It's gonna be, gonna be a little setup. Again, also, we got the WWE Championship belt up there which i should have brought last night in the hindsight but honestly we'll get into that <laughs> but all right uh let's, let's just get into the summer league action first of all first and foremost um man summer league 2021 has already been super fun if i could say so myself i am i am a huge fan of just what we got going on with the summer league um uh, Especially the Magic, man. Jalen, uh, I am going to start there. Let me let me stop beating around the bush, guys. You know, you know what I am here to talking about. Jalen sucks. All right, man. I am super hyped. Uh, when dra- draft night twenty twenty one was a very emotional one. Uh, first of all, shout out to Anthony and Al, uh, Luke and Kieran too. All of Orlando Magic HQ. Luke and Kieran, uh, they work. Uh, Kieran, they work for me. Er, it's not work for me excuse me they write with me along um, on the website uh, um, to on Lena magic HQ which is run by Anthony and Al we are writers on that website and um, you know it's it's a dope way to to get more content out and engage with the magic community and and really it's awesome bro I gotta again shout out to you guys and Ant- Anthony and Al for uh, giving me the opportunity. Um, it's just been a great outlet to Be able to talk to Magic fans Because being again being Where I'm from I was like the only real Magic fan that was like loud about it uh, There probably was but they were Maybe quiet <laughs> But me I, I never cared like I got Into basketball around like 7th grade 8th grade And ever since then I was like a Magic fan Like Alan Iverson was my first favorite player But then he got traded and I'm like ah, You know I'm gonna go I'm just gonna stick with you know the magic um, Florida team um, could have picked the heat you know but I went with the uh, favorite color at that point <laughs> which got blue and I'm it's stuck ever since and I've, I've uh, invested way too much to kind of turn back now so um, go magic magic together it's, it's 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 in me for life guys so <laughs> um, but yeah again they that, that, the Atlanta Magic HQ, if you guys haven't checked it out Please give it a, a, a Check out Also, you can listen to their podcast um, The Ozone Podcast On wherever you listen to your podcast Man, they, they really we, They really know how to engage with the community um, And with, with, with the writing Aspect now added to the website That we've been able to, to um, Contribute, I think has been amazing um, Just as far as The reaction that I've seen From just social media and the magic community granted it has a lot to do with the moves we have done but um just to see the interaction in itself just just make makes makes me super happy um and it gives me again an an extra outlet to be putting out content that um can 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 reach more of you because there's just so many so many ways to digest media that i think you'd be remiss to not you know put yourself out there more and they gave me this opportunity to to kind of write, and you know, I was like, "Hell yeah!" You know, let me do it. So again, um, shout out to y'all. But that um, draft night, getting back to, to that, was a dope experience. Experienced it with them, and then ex- just experienced it with all the Magic fans when they announced uh, Scotty Barnes at four. The whole arena just got hype, and everybody was chanting, you know, "Sug, sug, 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 sug," and like my initial reaction was was the same was to burst out and be happy uh but then after like a second I started to think I'm like did Jalen Suggs really drop to us you know like I wasn't upset I wasn't nothing I was shocked I was like no way this happened to us like Toronto bought into the hype like no 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 this this didn't happen you know uh so come to find out yeah like once, you know, we, we kind of all talked about it and got over the the little moment right there, we realized, oh, shoot. Nah, this is real. So once we realized it was real, let me just tell you, that was that was the greatest thing. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely the, the probably the most exciting moment. And then we all just we knew what was coming. We were all chanting um, slugs like I was sold on. I w- granted, I was only sold on 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 Scotty Barnes for the simple fact that if first of all. I thought Suggs was gone at four. I did not think he would drop to us, mainly number one. So much so that while doing a mock draft for the Orlando Magic HQ, I didn't even look at any scouting videos other than what I saw from, you know, in the NCAA tournament at Gonzaga because I saw what I needed to see. He's going top four. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Same thing with Cade. Same thing with Jalen Green. Same thing with Evan Mobley. I don't need. I didn't need to watch any highlights because I already saw what I needed to see, you know. And I'm not not no expert or anything, but like I, I, talent is is obvious, man. I, I, it's really not that hard to 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 see when somebody's got it. I mean, yes, there's always exceptions to the rule, but like, come on. Um, I I think it was fairly obvious, but so we go, you know. Fast forward to you know. They they say Suggs, Or they say Scotty Barnes, and Jalen Suggs, and after again after my disbelief, uh, I was just like, "Yo, we got a star," you know. And I haven't been able to say that in a draft in forever. Like the last time we had someone who I, I thought could be a star was when we, in 2013 when we drafted Victor Oladipo. Um, you know, obviously he became a star, but not with us. So. I was right in that aspect, but you know, ended up unfortunately not, not being for us um, again. And, and shout out to you, Vic uh, Victor Oladipo. Rest rest easy, man. Heal up, get back healthy. Um, just unfortunately, just resigned with the Heat. As much as that hurts me, but uh, Victor is one of my favorite players um, of all time. Just because at at the time when when he came to us in Orlando, w- what he meant at that moment, despite the the shortness that um, we had him on the team. It meant a lot. It, you know, it meant a lot. And, uh, bro, I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, I, and listeners, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to it, but this man can sing, and I don't mean sing. I mean, sang, like John Legend type stuff. Like, the first time I heard his his, his singing, I was like, Nah, bro, you've been you've been holding back. Like, you know, he used to say he used to. I believe he said he used to. You know, sing in the church choir and stuff like that. But, man, soul. Soul so Victor Oladipo, shout out to you, man. Both albums you've dropped, I've listened to. have been fire. Have you know have them on my stuff. So if you get a chance to listen to this, <laughs> it's just a shout out to you, bro. And uh, you know, hopefully, you know down the line when this when this gets popping enough, you know, shooting my shot. But you know, get get you on the pod, bro. It'd be wonderful for the Orlando community, for the R and B community, for the music. You know community in itself For the culture Great bro Be, be wonderful to have you on here uh, But <laughs> I digress uh, Where were we So yes Suggs being the best superstar Since Oladipo That um Man it just It just brought back an excitement That again Haven't really felt And While there were questions about How it was gonna work With the backcourt And etc cetera, etc cetera, I was not worried I've always been a a big proponent of best play good players are going to make the fit no matter what. Like you look at all championship teams throughout history, like to be in the NBA in itself, you had to have had an ego or there was a moment in life where you felt, or you were the best player on the court. I'm a, you know, I've obviously never gotten to that level, but one, one, one can assume I've gotten, been in the locker room, got to interview some players, you know, you see a few things, but you never, you're never truly gonna know until you've actually been, been in their shoes. But man, you, you can see that from, from, from at least from, from what I've been able to see that it's there. Like these, this, it's, it's amazing though what, what these, what these kids go through at, at such a young age and what they're able to, to accomplish. Um, again, it's, it's, it's dope. I guess in few words, honestly, I I really don't 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 know how else to put it. To be quite frank with you, um, but yeah, man, Suggs he we had questions about how how the fit was gonna be, but talent's always gonna beat it, work itself out. Like even though these kids are young, they know like they know how to play ball. Like they'll figure it out. And the magic we we we've always tried to we've drafted for need always and I feel like we got to go for the best player and I think the only like you can worry about the fit later and I think we did that and not even so much that we did that because Jalen Suggs fits fits perfect like as much as I love Cole and as much as I love RJ and again even as much as I love Suggs we still don't know what each of them are going to be yet so to sit here and say we shouldn't have got Suggs because we already got this guy and this guy to me is foolish because with that, you know, we really don't know who's going to end up, you know, beating each other out. But to me, that just breeds better competition, which is ultimately just going to be beneficial to every everybody on the team, you know, so um, and shout out coach Mosley too, um, man. Super happy to have him as our as our head coach uh, definitely seems to wa- uh, connect with the young players in a way that we have needed a coach to. Um, so I'm just excited to see what, what's going to do. So the first summer league game, man, Jalen Suggs, um, highest, highest, you know, scoring total out of of the top 10. Um, he's dropped 24 his first game with nine rebounds and three blocks. Key block being towards the end of the game. Uh, yeah, he was defending a two on one fast break, uh, guarding, Kyle Guy, the defender, with the ball. First, you know, straight up on D. He's going. Guy passes, dips the ball off to his teammate. And Suggs, you know, again, facing, facing the defender this way. Basically, spins to get in front of the other defender. So does a spin, gets in front of the defender, jumps, hands up and blocks the ball in the air, and ah, threw that, sh- threw that down, oh man, that got me so hyped, because a guard, a guard to do that, a guard, it's crazy, like, remind me of Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade's kind of blocks, and you know, I hate giving Miami Heat players sh- a shout outs, but you know, <laughs> uh, r- reminds me a lot of, of uh, uh, Wade blocking shots, so that was definitely just like, okay, yeah, we gotta, we got one. This is he, he's the one, you know. So and so, I, I see fo- starting at the one, him starting at the two. The 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 three four is a little difficult, honestly. I'm I'm interested to see that's how that's gonna shake out. It'll seem likely. Chuma Okiki at the three, Jonathan Isaac at the four when he's healthy, and uh, seems Wendell Carter at the five. I would. I would, I would have thought they'd go with Bamba. Um, I mean, we don't really know, but considering they, they, you know, when when they traded for Wendell last year in the Vucevic trade and and all this, I believe that they're they they're they're trying to make him the starter. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, this training camp battle is gonna be gonna be great great to see. So um, awesome for that, but. Going back to the summer league game, uh, again, Suggs Suggs balled out, made us so happy. Franz Wagner, on the other hand, our number eight overall pick, our second pick in the first round. It's all right. Um, His shot was a little flat. That's really the only criticism too much that I have. Again, this is the first summer league games. And uh, shout out to RJ Hampton, as he he, uh, elegantly tweeted the other day, and I'm paraphrasing. um, But you know we can't get too high on these rookies thinking that they're they're going to be superstars but more importantly we can't be thinking that they're going to be busts off of one off of one game or even just the summer league in general this is a small sample size and it's while it is nba level there's still another level of physicality that they get to you know so to fully judge them i think you know is we we, we got to tone that down a bit like yes definitely see definitely see excuse me you know what the intangibles are currently you know what they can work on and and yes as as critiques and media or you know as fans or whatever yes you can we can say this player has to do that better but also remember the context first summer league game first nba action you know, like give it, give it some time because not every, not every star player you see today, um, was off the bat, a great player. So I just, I want that to, to be, to be acknowledged. But again, to me, he just seemed a little nervous shot, seemed a little flat, but he's put a little more arc behind that shot. But once he does that, I think, I think we'll be good. Um, shooting shootings for those of you that don't know. Shooting's like my favorite thing when it comes to like just sports in general like even better than hitting a baseball like just shooting a three it just i don't know It's just something about that that um means means so much you know i don't know i was I was a shooter great i was always smaller so being in the paint was never my forte but uh <laughs> uh damn can't wait to get back out there, and start shooting. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, on the other side of things, well, before actually, before we get to the Warriors, uh, Cole struggled a little bit. RJ played pretty well again. You don't want to overreact or underreact to anything. Still summer league. We still got more games to come. But I'd be remiss if I didn't, you know, mention Cole's struggles. He did go, you know, I think only made one shot from the field. So that was that was pretty tough to watch. But at the end of the day summer league so i'm not worried nor should any of you guys be worried about what 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 they got going on so let's go magic magic together we j pure magic all those old hashtags which i feel like we all got to bring them all back together and just <laughs> put them all put them all over the arena um because honestly all, all, all of them are good i love i love our hashtags <laughs> anyways uh to the Warriors side of things. Uh, two lottery picks Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody now first of all starting with Kuminga he was the hope we were all hoping he would fall to us at eight once Suggs got picked at five I think unanimously in the arena we're like okay Kuminga if we get Kuminga along with um Suggs bro magic we we hit the jackpot we hit the jackpot this never happens you know um so I kind of, <laughs> I was kind of hoping for that. There's a little fool's gold. Obviously it didn't happen, but ended up with a, uh, with Wagner, but um, man, Kaminga, <sighs> I want to say this. I never quite understood the criticism he got from the media when it came to him being raw or being like, not quite ready for the NBA because we give Jalen Green deservedly so don't get me wrong. The the praise for playing in the G League with, with grown men at the age that he did, right? And yes, his numbers were better. So I'm thinking maybe that's why, just his numbers were better. But you you look at Kaminga and you're like, why is why is he not given like that same pass? Like he's just being labeled as raw or not ready for the NBA or et cetera, et cetera. Ignoring the experience experience he learned through the G League that. As already shown through these few games in a G League, he's head and shoulders physically above most players in 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 the summer league. Excuse me. So I'm like, we got to We got to be fair with, with our with our analysis here. Like that's why personally I I wanted him at five if we didn't get Barnes. But again, I I know why they would have gone Barnes. How do you win? possible trade chip trade down get kaminga whatever cool but again i was i was a sole proponent that we should go kaminga um personally but the media 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 really gets you man media media really gets you guys like go go with your first instinct that's all that's all i'm saying uh making my mock, i was probably more right the first time around no it was probably actually fairly even but anyways back to kaminga um Man, he, he he played well. He played def, he uh played well. He dropped a 16 and 6, excuse me, with a three steals again. His his shooting is 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 what needs needs to get more, but he started playing basketball late. You know, Jalen Green's been playing basketball since he was a kid. Kaminga started, you know, around like high school age, middle school age. Excuse me. So, you know, it's like for him to have been playing for such a short amount of time, you got to give the kid a lot of credit, okay? So, and with that being said, like Warriors got a stud, Warriors got a stud, that's all I can say. Hype for them. Um and whether they trade him or keep him, we'll see. To me, the him and him and Wiggins fit to me is kind of clunky one of them to me eventually has to go, and I, and you, and uh, I love Wiggins too, so that, that's kind of hard, um, I'm like a minority, granted, because the Jayhawks, Kansas Jayhawks were like, always my favorite college team back in the day, um, you know, Jayhawks, obviously, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was definitely just, you know, coming from, not not mainly just because he came from the school, but like, you, you just saw it, like, you know, but um, his shooting li- li- leaves a lot to be desired, sure. But it's like, and, and we want to talk about his attitude and his demeanor. And like, I always, I always tiptoe when we get around these conversations because, like, well, yes, I know it's in the media and, and kind of when we're trying to talk about a player or um, discuss a player or whatever the case is, in a sense. You have to, in a sense, when it comes to sports, I see why you feel the need to maybe psychoanalyze a player and and maybe think what they were thinking in that particular moment to maybe come to the outcome, especially with people so talented. um, I think it like, what is the reason why you didn't complete your job? You know, what is the reason X, Y, Z? You know, it has to be mental. It has to be mental because physically you have the tools, you know, and I do get that, but. And and not and not to, to to say that they're you know being too fragile or anything like that, but like you gotta understand this is their livelihood, this is their job, this is what they do. So you don't think they know the criticisms already? They do. But if someone's going through something mentally, telling them that they're going through something mentally isn't gonna help them get out of that mental situation. Like, what we do with Ben Simmons right now, us keep telling him that it's all mental and he needs to get out of his head and and do that, that's not on us, it's on him, like, he knows, trust me, he knows, and he'll let all, like, just let it be, you know what I'm saying, And, and if he decides to change it, cool, and if not, cool, that is none of our business, like I don't know uh, That's the one thing I think lately that's that's kind of Bothered me um, Just from From just a An, an analysis standpoint because and not saying it always has to be facts And everything but yes like We're, we're here to talk about The sport and talk about um, The game We're not here to necessarily And the players in a sense yes but we're not here to talk about Their personal life all the time So like I'm I'm happy Wiggins kind of was able to rebuild his image at Golden State, which again I, I hate I hate that I have to say that, um, but it's kind of it's kind of the narrative. So whatever goes on with that situation, they'll figure it out. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how Kaminga and Wiggins fit, considering to me I seen they they seem like similar players. Um, Kaminga obviously bigger, better defender, but Wiggins showed last year that he can he can be a good defender the other lottery pick 14th overall Moses Moody man he he is who I wanted Orlando to draft at 8 once Kuminga was off the board did not expect him to go uh, Wagner Uh, but it's funny and you can ask uh, Anthony and Al from from HQ Uh, pretty sure it was Anthony yeah Anthony was was the one right next to me And, uh, and I was like bro watch them go Wagner and he's like nah they're not gonna do it and then with the eighth pick, the Orlando magic select Franz Wagner from the university of Michigan. And I'm like, I just looked at him and and I was like, damn, I I jinxed us like my bad. (laughs) Um, but I think, I think as as the draft kind of settled down again, we, we got over that, but I wanted Moody, um, considering when I was doing the mock draft and looking at the highlights, what he was able to, to do just impressed me. Um, from a, from a 3 and D standpoint. He was considered the best 3 and D prospect in the draft. So now fast forward to Summer League. Um, to be honest. He's still impressive. He, he, he scored a good amount. My my thing with Moody. The defense didn't seem as advertised. As it was in college. And granted. You expect that with the change of pace of competition. But. It, it, ha, it has to be said. That it's noticeable. You know what I'm saying. So. My bad if it you know my again i'm not trying to sound like a am too from what i was just a few weeks ago um but at the end of the day it's like when, once you really take the time and see him in this setting you realize okay he got a lot more to work on it and this is what i mean like you never really know what somebody has until even the next level because this level is still a stepping stone in a sense the summer league but I think the one thing about Moody that I have to notice, to me, he's a perfect fit for the Warriors. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. He's going to slide right in off the bench perfectly, be able to play the two to three, um, and slide well. The only thing I've noticed that I think he needs to work on is his left. And uh, coming from someone who didn't have a good left at all, in the slightest, (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you, um, it's glaringly noticeable that he does not have confidence in his left or it seems like he doesn't want to use it maybe it's hurt, maybe he just never really used it, so he doesn't really feel the need to, who knows, uh, again, I don't know, but just coming from what I'm what I what I'm seeing, uh, he needs to, he, he got to be, he got to in the future work on that left to, just to be off the dribble a little bit more, like, he's he'd be able to, you will be able to tag more off the dribble and, uh, bro, more buckets coming your way, dog, if, if you've get that left a lot better it's just it was just weird because i i saw him doing up and under and then he finished it with his right you know and those of you up and under it's when you're on one side of the basket you kind of go towards the other normally when you do that you would go let's say you jump on the right side you go up you're gonna go and you're gonna finish with your left why because you're you know you're trying to avoid the defender you got on your hip here That most likely you were trying to avoid in the first place. And then if there happens to be a defender on the basket. You do that little up and under. They might swipe down for it. They might you know initially jump when when you're going up like this. So you know you got a better chance of scoring a bucket. Switching to your left. Um, But he went up and then kind of went to the right. And again also the reason why I say it's it's. If it works for him, it works for him. Cool. Trust me, I'm a big proponent of that. (laughs) I know that, but it's it just seemed it seemed like it was even awkward for him to do, you know, like in 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 that moment. But again, we'll see. Um, And again, I'm by no means ever even got close to (laughs) remotely close to that level. But at the end of the day, uh, basketball is basketball. There's, there's difference. The fundamentals are the fundamentals. And, um, that, that's one fundamental that everybody needs to work on. And you see, you see it more common than that in the NBA. There's not like people could stand to use their left more. The ones that do, or you see the best ball handlers, the Kyrie Irvings, the James Hardens, the KDs, you know, the people, everybody that use their left, like, or their offhand, excuse me, because not everybody is a righty, um. You know, the ones that are able to do both, you know, succeed very well. Even Ben Simmons, who um, is, plays very ambidextrous, despite the season, very successful doing the both. Now, he again, he's a whole nother, he's an whole nother story. But I do think that, speaking of Ben Simmons, been a lot of rumors, you know, of him getting traded to the Warriors. I do think. That would be a good fit. But if I'm the Warriors, I'd be hesitant on what I would be giving up in that package. To me, at most, it'd be Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins. I want to say Wiseman, but it, it, it'd be weird to me for Philly to want him. But Wiseman, I guess, in the sense, if, if you know, that's the... The prospect that they're more enamored with. But if I had to choose between Kuminga or or Wiseman. Damn. <laughs> That's a tough one. Uh, if I'm giving up Wiggins. I, I'd stick with Wiseman. Um, honestly. So that way you have Kuminga. Oh no. Excuse me. If I'm giving up Wiggins. I'd keep Kuminga. That way I'd still have that. In the spot, um, Warriors haven't played with a haven't needed a center like, like him, and not that he's a traditional, uh, center always back to the basket, but he does play mainly with his back to the basket. And he, he, he does have a jump shot, is mobile, so again, he's not a traditional post player, but he does, he does, he's not a what you consider like a stretch five in, in today's game, so you could see why he'd be expendable. Um, and Philly would probably just trade him off, so they would have to have a deal in the works, but. To me, that 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 fit could be nice, but we'd have to wait and see. Um, whatever happens with that, it's, it's all speculation at this point. So, the game to me that uh, honestly was the uh, funnest, or funny, <laughs> most fun to watch. Excuse me, <laughs> was uh, the the Rockets and Cavaliers. Obviously, Jalen Green versus Evan Mobley. They both balled out, man. Jalen Green job in twenty four. Um, Mobley struggled a little bit more from the field, but let's be honest, he definitely balled out as well. He he did his thing, man. Um, first first impressions, Jalen Green. As most of us suspected, he's a star. He's a stud. Like that kid can be a scoring champion in the future. And this game, this game's easy to him. You can see it. There's really damn i wish orlando would have drafted him but then again we wouldn't have Suggs. so everything works out it does the way it does for a reason so i'm happy um but man rockets y- y'all got a good one and uh not, not only to mention Jalen green but your other first round draft picks as well josh christopher the 24th pick Usman garuba hasn't played but he's shown potential 23rd pick and uh More importantly, Alperina Sengun from Turkey, Turkish League uh, MVP. Told y'all, in the mock draft. Spurs, y'all should have got him. Y'all, was tripping. I don't know what y'all was doing. Um, And we'll get, trust me, we'll get into that in a a little bit. But, uh, man, Sengun, first of all, he rebounded. The, the hell out of the ball man uh, I was just impressed with his Physicality um, at, at such a young age you know But more importantly Like His his biggest knock was the lack Of shooting touch and yes While he didn't really show Much of his shooting touch here What he showed is, is If you can put the ball in the basket No matter how you do it It's gonna translate it's gonna translate and for him to be the mvp of the EuroLeague at that young of an age prove that he can do it so honestly i'm i'm definitely not gonna say this is a, a, a luca level mistake nowhere near to that let's not let's not give any any kind of expectations or even a Giannis um comparison i don't even think it, it'll get to that level that's more probably a more apt comparison late lottery um stuff like that but Nah man Honestly I just think He's going to be A really good player To me it's going to be Interesting Their front court situation Let's figure it out With Christian Wood And then I mean I'm sure Garuba will be The high energy guy Off the bench They essentially could start Both Shangoon and Wood At the 4 and the 5 Put Wood at the 4 shangun at the 5 But we'll see Would they want to do that We'll know Who knows But with Those Those young players There man Those four rockets y'all they'll, they'll be back in the playoffs sooner or later not to mention also uh kj martin son of Kenyon. that man got the bunnies <laughs> he could definitely jump out the gym um which i love to see because a grow, you know our my generation like we all everybody knows Kmart, like so to see and it's not just him to see all these players kids bro is is amazing makes me feel old as hell but, you know, um, it definitely is, makes me enjoy it. So the Cavaliers side of things, up, Evan Mobley, again, he kind of struggled a bit from the field, was 6 for 17, only scored 12 points, 5 rebounds, but let's be honest, um, with centers, it's especially, especially in summer league when they traditionally aren't going to have a good point guard, especially if they were the top prospect, um. It's hard for big men to really show their skills, considering they don't have the ball in their hands all the time. They usually need the ball given to them. Um, in my other life, I was a power forward. <laughs> if I could ever be, just because I love post moves, man, like that. Other than shooting, like post moves is 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 the the funnest part to me about about the NBA game, about just basketball in general. And um, Mobley still needs he needs to definitely work on on some on some more post moves. I would say um, in college, he based a lot on his athleticism, which in the NBA is you're not going to have that same type of advantage, especially with his frame being kind of thin. Um, but he's super mobile, can stretch the floor, can shoot for the three uh, good free throw shooter, pretty much do everything on the court you need him to. So honestly, it's just a matter of development and time for him, which is going to happen. So Evan Mobley, great pick Cavs. He didn't mess it up. Resigning Jared Allen. I know there was questions, oddly, but Evan Mobley with his versatility, he's going to fit in just fine with Jared Allen out the and We all need shot blockers. And those of you who didn't watch Cavs games, which I watched a few with League Pass, and I was able to to see some, um, some of Jared Allen. The man started to develop a little bit of a, of a jump shot and, and a three ball as well. So as long as he continues to work on that, the spacing on the floor is, isn't going to be too much of an issue. So uh cavaliers definitely gonna be um interesting and i'll speed on on the cavaliers shout out to uh michael fabian uh fabian digital media find him on um instagram kind of want to give him a shout out um had a he used to work uh where uh of my pops at uh, one of the restaurant on his restaurants he works at um and um just kind of they they had a they had a brief conversation and my dad brought me up and uh, kind of connected me with the man and we've, we've had some good conversations about kind of getting back into this and and uh mentioning cleveland i immediately thought of you bro so podcast is starting to pop so um starting up again so definitely need to have you on and again see what you think about uh your team um i know you're not that into basketball but don't worry we'll get into the browns as well but uh we need a real we need a real cleveland cleveland uh a voice on here and um again that's also a part of the show i'm gonna try to have we're gonna try to have people from uh different regions and and their different fandoms in here not just me because i'm 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 selfish with the magic you know we're gonna <laughs> we'll try to we'll try to have some more people as well uh don't don't get me wrong again shout out to you a fabian uh Yes, Cavaliers think they did good. Isaac Okoro, some nasty dunks, um, but ultimately, man, he's um, they they got a nice solid young core. It's interesting to see what they're gonna do with Sexton and Garland. Where are they gonna end up trading Sexton? To me, I think all the rumors going around is nonsense. Should keep him because um, you are gonna have to replace that position anyways. You are gonna need a scoring guard, and he's the two guard right now. So, to me. Doing that is um, pointless to try to trade him, but we'll see. We will see what definitely happens there. Um, as far as top top prospects, again tonight you'll see Jalen Green and Ashton tonight against against Cade Cunningham, so watch out for that. So again, this is just a brief um, little summer league kind of run through, but. Just want to give you my my overall just impressions of, of what I saw so far, what's what I think um, on on the major highlights of the games, but do want to want to do also want to talk about some of the players that I did see play that definitely you know caught my or I was interested to see play prior to the the games, but definitely interested to see how that goes. Um, probably the biggest surprise out of my list here that I'm gonna say as far as who has impressed me. And in reality. It shouldn't be. Based on what you heard. But. Um, Jalen Johnson. Now. Jalen Johnson. He. Um, he left Duke. After he got hurt. And realized Duke wasn't going to make it into a tournament. Kind of opted to, to go work on. In the NBA draft. Which in a lot of scouts eyes. You know made him, you know, took him off their board or lowered him on their board, which is reasoning as to why he fell in the late first round as he did. But um the talent was obviously there. I don't think that was ever the issue. But it was just you don't really know. He was he was literally the definition of a wild card because it, there was apparently some drama in high school where he left school early as well. So it's like you're hearing all that and you're like and you didn't get to see him play much at the college level, at least. You're like, hmm, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dive too much into it, but we'll see. I, I don't really know what to expect. That was kind of, that was kind of my thing. Um, so, granted, twenty and ten, not too crazy, but twenty points, ten assists, that was pretty, pretty great. Um, nice stat line. So for first game, for someone who everyone was labeling as like a, you know. Not ready, not mature enough, et cetera, et cetera. So, again, we'll, we'll remain to so we'll see what happens. But if he can uh, be a force for the Hawks and contribute, <sighs> I hate to say it as an Eastern Conference team, but damn, they're going to look nice. Definitely. So, a couple other people that, you know, impressed me, Chris Duarte. I definitely think the Knicks still should have drafted him with one of their picks considering they said they wanted to. I know they tried to get up into the lottery. Pacers had him at 13, but they could have traded up for him to me. They should have packaged both, especially since they weren't gonna use those picks. They should have just tried to trade up. Maybe they did and didn't get him. And the Pacers really wanted him. Because seeing him, I mean it's 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 pretty obvious that uh but there was rumors going out before the draft that the Knicks were trying to trade for the into the lottery to get uh, Duarte. So we'll see, you know, how, how he, his career ends up, but he's the oldest prospect in the draft at 24, but that just means he's more NBA ready, which I don't think any team would, would be upset about. Honestly, he looks ready to go, which I can't complain about. So, Oh, real quick about Scotty Barnes. Um, we, we, I don't wanna make it seem like we we we're clowning him or we don't think he's good. I think he's good. Um, yeah, he played well his first game, had a double double, you know, but honestly to me it's just he didn't he didn't fit with what we already have on our team. But with Toronto, considering they the definitely seemed to playing him more like the point guard, even though with Dragic coming in, man, that could be it could be nice. It's interesting to see just what's going to happen with Siakam and um, OG and Anobi. Are they going to put Scotty at the five? You know, they also got Precious Achua in that Kyle Lowry signing trade deal. So where does his minutes fit in? You know, um, so it's interesting to see what they're going to do. But um, hey, they want to chip. So, Masai, you got to you got you to gotta give him credit that he knows what he's doing. Because for so long they were the laughing stocks of the East; they're one of them because they just could never get past LeBron. You know, which is no shame in anybody. You know, um, as far as rook, rookies go, I only got to see a little bit of Josh Primo. I need to see more of him. I want to see more Corey Kispert. I need to see more Zaire Williams' first game. Did not impress me. Davion Mitchell off night. My dog clamps. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I love that man. He knows how to play dog. Like he has that dog mentality on the defensive end and on the offensive end. Like I said, if we didn't have all the guards we had, I would I would have loved to have draft drafted mitchell but we we have talented guards in our in our own right but um he's he's one of my favorite prospects outside of you know magic players of course <laughs> um now this one james book i don't really know how to feel about him and and, and it's not in a negative way whether it's just whether he's going to be an all-star or maybe like a six-man Lou Will type, type of score. You know, it's very early in the career. Uh, but, you know, so it's definitely hard to tell. But to me, it, I wanted him to go to OKC. But obviously, they, we'll talk about Giddy in a second. Um, they went with Giddy. But the fitted in Charlotte, it's works so much better. And w- we don't get to see him with Lamelo yet. We're seeing him on his own, you know, kind of doing, you know, s- scoring a bucket on his own. And granted, yesterday he was playing against uh, Mitchell, so he was, um, and he and he still cooked. So I am not even gonna say he did poor, he did bad because he didn't he did good. Like <laughs> there was just a couple plays where you know he got they got the best of him, but that that's gonna happen, you know. But at the end of the day. That, that, that kid knows Again Knows how to put the ball in the bucket And if you can do that Speaks volumes to, to everything else To the rest of your game It'll just allow it to grow So Seeing him with LaMelo Is gonna be fun um, Speaking of the Hornets Before we get in the giddy um, Shout out LiAngelo Ball um, He's been shooting The lights out And again uh, and I've have said this from from day one. He's obviously the and it's and um, it's not even like I'm I'm professed anything anybody with two eyes couldn't see. He was the be- best shooter at all of his brothers, but clearly he did not have the athleticism that his brothers had, or you know that it factor his brothers had per se. But shooting is a skill that is always going to be valued and in today's NBA is especially more valued than anything. So the fact that he's been able to do this well, leaves me to believe he's going to get a job, whether it's with the Hornets or not. But this season, I think, I think he'll get signed. So hopefully he does. Um, shout out to him for that. Cause I know, I know how much that would, that would mean not only to the ball family, but to the kid himself, man. I mean, he's, he's, he's been through it and uh, seeing, seeing, seeing both of your brothers, succeed at a high level and then you knowing that you've you know you've been around them your whole entire life and you've kind of been around that level in a sense for you to still not be there it's tough but and then shout out to Lavar bro I know we all <laughs> everybody wants to wants to hate on the man but to me he got both of his kids and possibly his his uh middle child into the NBA so we really can't hate on someone who can, who just manifested his dreams for his children. You feel me? Like, there really, there, there really is like no, no, ex, no explanation. So, again, shout out, shout out to them. But again, I, I hope he's gonna make the squad. But so c- going to the uh, Josh Giddey and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, I wanted them to get book night, but they got Josh Giddy. At first, I I think it was most people when the draft happened. We all questioned the pick, but after seeing the what I've seen so far, I always thought Shea needed a scorer next to him. But having someone who's probably a, a pass-first guy, that might actually be the move. So, you know, we'll see. And uh, another real quick, another you know undrafted player trying to make his way to the league. I was actually on the Magic uh, summer league team. Uh, Janice Timma, Janice Timma, um, <laughs> Magic, Magic, Magic. Twitter and and uh, the Magic fan base was just uh, so hyped for him. So man, I hope he gets an opportunity at some point. He got drafted in 2013. Um, st- hasn't got an NBA contract since you know you know trying to they'll make it so shout out to him for you know never giving up on your dreams and that's that's just another explanation like come on bro anybody anybody hating on that y'all y'all ridiculous shout out shout out to you timma definitely shout out to you but yeah so having giddy next to sga i think is actually a, a, a great move just let 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 sga just focus on the scoring and that's it you know Zaire Williams again, Grizzlies. I feel like they needed to get a more ready prospect, someone that can contribute now. That's why maybe I was taking Corey Kispert, even though maybe it was a little high. Um, but we'll see. The kid, the kid has skills, but again, he's very young. So you gotta, you can't, you gotta realize that these kids are going into, and I say that literally, the kids. You gotta give them time, you know. So. And then a couple other players that that kind of impressed me throughout the summer league, uh, Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly from the Knicks. This is this this is their first year, considering last year was uh, canceled due to COVID. So they obviously had the year in the NBA experience. So they're, they're, this is kind of easy to them. You could tell. I don't think they'll be playing too many games left. Uh, Jalen Smith from the Suns put up a nice solid double double. Um, he. He needs to step up for the Suns to make a chance back to the finals. If they want any chance. He has to step up and not only, not mainly defensively, but also be able to contribute offensively. I think that they're going to need him because he did not play at all last year. And they desperately needed needed some defensive help. So, we'll see. Uh, Bo Bo, you know, son of Manute Bo, dropped a solid 21, uh, and seeing him, <laughs> seeing somebody that long play like a guard. We talked. I just talked earlier about Evan Mobley. You know him being a guard that can move with the ball. Or <laughs> just seeing ball, ball, man. It's it's amazing. God's God's creations are are something else, man. Let me tell you. That's that's like how how you know, but. Uh, I hope I hope he he develops whether it's in Denver or they're trading him. The kid got potential too, man. So he just needs to bulk up, as do most young players. So we'll see. He needs the opportunity, I think, and it will be fine. Tyrese Maxey from the Sixers as well, balled out, you know, obviously. And uh, <laughs> a few a few random players I saw yesterday that I needed I needed to shout out real quick. And for those of you um, around, you know, around my time, y- y'all don't know these names very, very correctly, uh, Brandon Knight, Michael Beasley, and Kenneth Reed, uh, three, three vets, man, three true vets that were out there on, uh, on Summer League, um, uh, man, Brandon Knight, unfortunately, probably, see, probably known for most getting dunked on by DeAndre Jordan, you know, that nasty alley-oop, and he made the face, you know, um, <laughs> damn, I'm sorry, bro, and then, you know, Always showing and Kyrie crossing him over in the All-Star game. But, man, the kid was super talented. I know uh, my cousin Will. I was like, this is well, one sort of his favorite players coming out of Kentucky for the longest. So um, ha- Happy to see him back in the league. He was uh, on Brooklyn Summer League team. So, we'll see if he ends up making the squad there. Uh, we also had uh, Michael Beasley and Kenneth Reed <laughs> Oh, man. When I tell you to see those two, definitely what my heart was um was fun because Beasley, I just had a kick out of it because of like I, I I respect that they're there in the in the summer league doing it because at least Beasley, everybody knows what you can do. You you're a bucket getter. You're gonna put the ball in in, in the bucket. Um, I don't I don't I don't know what I mean. And, and in Summerlee, he, he stayed true to himself. Like, I don't ever think Beasley is going to be out of character and, and try to be a defensive stopper or do anything that, you know, is not him. If you want Beasley, you, you want him to put the ball in the basket because he can flat out just score. Average, average, what was it, 32 at K-State, 30 a game. Like, dude was crazy. Um, So, honestly, he needs a shot. So, somebody give him a shot. OG vet On a team I don't think There's any problem With that Um Kenneth Farid The manimal Um <laughs> uh, It was funny I was scrolling Through my Instagram The other day And uh I uh Actually shouted him Out in like a, a video I did I had shot like a, a full court Full court Low shot And I I mean it was All star week And I believe It was 2013 All star 2014 all star Week in 2013 He had did a Similar shot Um just like, you know, he, he, he did it a lot. And, like, it, it was it was a big little, little trend, little Vine trend or something like that. So, those of you who remember Vine. Um, so, I, I decided to kind of shout him out and copy it and kind of do it on, on Instagram. Uh, but, you know, it was it, it was pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, those vets, I think you need to shout out one more. Gosh. This is the last Miami Heat shout-out I'm going to give for, like, a month-plus, if ever, because that's three in the first episode. Ugh. Okay. Omar, Omar, you're seven. All right. My dog was bawling. Uh, 26 points per game, 13.5 rebounds in the California Classic. Still have some more games to come. I believe in this upcoming uh, Vegas Summer League, but <laughs> he was bodying everybody out there, and I was I watched the game of him uh, the Heat against the Kings or Heat against the Warriors, excuse me. The first Summer League game for Kaminga and Moody, and um, <laughs> when I tell you, he seemed like a man amongst boys out there. He really did. So Miami Heat locked him up for for a two year contract good for smart for them to another team didn't so but you you might hear his name name coming up i I mean miami roster is kind of deep so we'll see or but with his youth i think he'll he'll get a get a shot on the team and then uh max strauss which was another leading scorer for them um miami heat in their summer league also re-signed with them those are another two outstanding performers from the summer league unfortunately (laughs) uh but um yeah man they did good uh plus with the moves they made in the uh, in the uh, off season miami heat are are probably back so we'll see it's gonna be a an interesting season just for the east in general honestly so all right we're gonna wrap all this episode up with just kind of monday night raw uh review and just kind of quick you know quick little shout out to some people um but uh, again, Monday Night Raw took place yesterday in Orlando, Florida. This is my first time attending a, a, a live Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I was able to see NXT in my hometown of Fort Pierce, Florida. But um, NXT is different. Like, that's totally different um, from, from actually what you see in the main roster. So... Cause you know, you see the superstars obviously, but it's just dope because a lot of, some of the people that I did see in NXT, I saw tonight on Monday night raw. So Damian Priest being the main one. Um, so that was, that was awesome to me. That was awesome. Nikki Cross, AKA Nikki ASH being the other, um, just pretty dope, pretty dope. So as, as, as just want to talk about my experience, I was working the events, so I didn't get to watched the whole thing i got into it about halfway through the show got in about nine thirty. um but let me tell you it was it was a, a unique experience if you've never been to one and you just like entertainment you don't even have to like wrestling go because you really see the production you really see the ins and outs of everything and like to me i was amazed because personally Just being in, in, you know, dealing with um, the audio equipment I deal with and and the media and stuff like that. This is minuscule compared to what that setup takes to do, you know. And with that being said, it's like, yo, I need that. Like, not necessarily I want to be doing that, but like. That that scale of of work, like it's just inspiring in a sense like oh damn like i want to really um know more about it you know get more in depth about just even if it's not necessarily that but you know what what you're doing in in the creative space of things and that's that's where I, that was my biggest feeling from looking at everything from yesterday but um was able to s- sit through a few matches um very uh, first match I got into, I got in halfway through uh, Sheamus versus Ricochet. Unfortunately, didn't get to see Ricochet do uh, the 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 five forty that out that is his signature uh, finisher, um, which is <laughs> uh, like a triple front flip. Oh man, a four five zero, excuse me. Um, but it still was amazing just to see uh, him. In there Cause again He was another person That I got I got I got to see at NXT So to see him on the main roster To me was pretty dope As well So Shout out Shout out to you Ricochet For, for doing that um, Like I mean shout out to all the wrestlers But I can say shout out To these people That I, that, that I got to see Even though they, they Probably you know We didn't get to have A, a real face to face interaction I think it was uh, Just pretty dope To see these people um, You know Out there Doing their thing And, and putting on a show for us So That needs to, that praise needs to be given to them because they really are putting on a show. And that goes to my point about just like seeing it. Like you realize what it takes to put on a show for a live crowd of this many people. And you're like, yeah, I want to learn how to do that. I want to know how I can hold a crowd. I want to learn how I can X, Y, Z. And it's like, so that's why anybody like, if it's not your preference, that's cool. Don't. But like, if you're just interested in, in that aspect of it, I would recommend going, going, checking it out because you could learn a lot just from being in that environment. My opinion, T- take it from someone who who was just just there. So, uh, we got a chance to see Bobby Lashley. For me, that was that was one of the big ones. Um, definitely a big part of my childhood wrestling fandom for sure. Um, current WWE champion. So mvp also around that time uh a lot you know repping as he always does and uh man it just brought back my childhood so i was i was just kind of happy happy to be there and then randy orton when randy orton came out um randy orton um the, the theme song man when that hit excuse me uh getting the when that theme song hit man it's just like you hear the voices literally no part intended uh and man that that was just fun it was uh you, you always sing the song sometimes and uh, you always do the little little, little pose he'd be he be doing like at least i did as a kid if you were a wrestling fan i think he did and just so to see that in person was like oh shoot he's actually right there for the first time like that was that was cool so like i see i see why little kids love it you know the way they do and and why like even grown grown adults you know love it still to the way they do because when they were kids it had such an impact on them that when they get the chance to experience it in person it's like it still resonates with them you know and that's rare that something as a child still resonates with you as an adult so i think that's that's why again these these performers deserve all the credit in the world just for what what they're able to do um so shout out again shout out shout out to them for that but you know he was in a he was in a singles match with uh AJ Styles Randy Orton um Omos was was on ringside um AJ's tag team partner and um looked like Omas was getting ready to interfere when um out came you know Matt Riddle who is for those of you who haven't been watching lately is uh Sort of his tag team partner, maybe not, but Randy Orton's been off TV for a few weeks, so he's been kind of on his own lately. But Randy Orton came back tonight, and uh, Riddle basically came out and attacked Ole Miss to kind of prevent him from interfering. Um, When he did that, Randy Orton was able um, able to catch Styles off of a phenomenal forearm into an RKO. Which, if you you always see the clips of Rare New York and getting an RKO out of nowhere, I got to see an RKO out of nowhere. So that was that was pretty dope. Uh, yeah, <laughs> RKOs, man, that's gonna be that's gonna go that's gonna go with me forever. Uh, so that was amazing to see in person. The pop when that happened was great as well. Uh, but the part of the night that did it for me was the main event. That was the main event on television. Now, those who never been to a show, they always have usually a main event for the live crowd, and that main event happened to be uh, John Cena and uh, Damian Priest. You know, shout out Boricua um, for those of you who don't know, and were um, able to see WrestleMania or at least hear about it. He was the guy who tag team with Bad Bunny in, in in the matches that he had. So, um, shout out to you, my dog. get You know. Um, it's just dope to see him getting paired with cena in that spotlight like that's like okay obviously they're seeing him in that in that space so we'll see what happens from there but you know um you got my support bro we'll see i'm excited so we'll, we'll go man um oh and shout out to you guys i know you're, you're always in nxt um not always anymore, but, you know, I know you guys come to Orlando from a time, time, come to the training facility. I'll reach out to you, and hopefully next time you come to Orlando, I'd love to get you on, on, on the podcast, too, for the culture. You know, that'd be, I think that's, that would be a dope one as well, man. So, you know, you'll hear from me. Um, so, yeah, I just, as, as we continue with the review again uh the match was gonna be cena and priest versus uh Jinder mahal and uh one of his tag team partners so my mind at the moment um so they were they were going man and um the whole match they were cena was on the outside waiting to get tagged in priest was getting you know priest was getting beat up the whole time and uh we were everybody was just waiting for Cena to go, and I was packed, ready to go. It's already eleven thirty. As soon as Cena gets, Cena hits, does his stuff. I'm out, which is everyone's reaction because the show's over. But um, he 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 gets in finally, and within like thirty seconds, the match is over. But you know, <laughs> Cena gets him, jumps off the rope, does a little shoulder, jumps off the rope, does a little shoulder shoulder dive. You know, five knuckle shuffle, then get some attitude adjustment, aka Fu for for the, the OGs out there, and uh, it was just the the pop. First of all, when his theme song hit, the man, that psh, that I don't know. <laughs> I I I'll tell you, even even as twenty six years old now, I. I I felt, I, I popped up too. I'm like, wow. Okay, it's my first time hearing this in person. Like, yeah, like, and and this, and I'm, I'll, I'll relate this to something else in a second, but this goes to a point, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine about just, just being around greatness. Um, you notice it. You feel it. Um, I got a chance to, you know, meet Dante Marcatelli Magic, um, broadcaster at the draft lottery party. Brief exchange, um, but uh, just kind of mentioned to him like how him and the whole the whole team, David Steele, Jeff Turner, they all they all make the game fun, and like they paint a picture with with their voice that makes the makes me want to listen, makes me want to enjoy it, you know, and. I felt like it was, I felt like I had to tell him, like, you don't, especially, like, when you're doing, when you're in in the space itself, you also kind of realize, like, what it takes to to be that, to do that, be that great, have that kind of hold with your voice, and I was just, like, greatness, once you're around it, you appreciate it, and you get motivated, you know, Um, I had the same, you know, so, had that feeling around them and I, I just had to let them know like yo and so again shout out to you Dante hopefully I can get you on the show soon sooner than later um, it'd be an honor to have you a, as a guest um, for not only for the Magic fans but for everybody so um, we'll, we'll look forward to that hopefully but as far as again continuing on with, with the theme of, of greatness when, when it comes to just art you know in any in any aspect entertainment um continuing with that point um i don't and this point because again i got a conversation with one of my coworkers, and this 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 conversation got a little bit misconstrued in what i was trying to say but to the point you experience greatness you know it and um cena reminded me a lot of what I believe people feel about LeBron James. And me, you guys know, I'm not personally a LeBron fan, but going in this field, I've learned how to be more objective and, and just not be not hate on the man, you know, like, whatever. I may not personally like him for, like, I have other players I like over him, you know what I'm saying? But that is what it is, you know what I'm saying? So he's not my GOAT, my GOAT, as you can see over there. But that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not great, which is another thing I hate. Just because you say... Someone might be better than someone that doesn't take away from that other person's greatness. Just because your opinion, you think you like someone more than the other, that shouldn't take away from the other person's greatness. So if I say I think Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time, that doesn't mean I said LeBron James sucks. LeBron James is great, amazing. When it's said and done, probably number two. But, you know, (laughs) but to the point of, of, of greatness it's like again i've never been seen lebron james in person at a game so i've haven't got that experience never gotten a chance to see jordan um so as far as as far as you know basketball i've you know i seen steph but he was on the bench um so it's like i haven't had that that great experience yet you know as far as like a, an all-timer in basketball but when, when when I got it, at least in the playing part of it, but at least when I um, got in wrestling, I, I saw that I felt that experience, man, like just just the just how everyone just the reaction everyone gave one and then how everyone felt and just the love he was getting and just look, looking at him because that that's where the focus has to be. You have to look at him, how he reacts, how he takes everything in and obviously you never know the details but like taking notes you know i was like hmm. yeah like that's what greatness is you know like and i think it doesn't have to be again in the same in the same field you can be in different different fields different aspects of life but once it's there it's there and you can achieve it it's about working like um that's that's where we're on the path to right now like we're going to get there. So that's that's <laughs> just stay along for the ride. I'm telling you, telling you. This is, we're we're we, we going to get somewhere in the future. I'm, I'm excited. But all right, that's that's going to do it for today, guys. Um, actually ran, ran over a little bit longer than I expected to. Uh, I thought it was just going to be an hour. We're almost at an hour and a half now. But um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, again, shout out to everybody who has listened to me before. Shout out to any new subscribers, any new listeners. This will be up on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, eventually YouTube and Facebook as well, and eventually we're gonna start like going live. Um, that is that is where you know I'm. I've always done it at the at the studio at the station, but with my work schedule and stuff right now, it's just easier to do it in the podcasting format and recorded at the moment. But. We're going to put the live shows out soon so that we can get the interactiveness and, you know, we bring that part because that's, trust me, I know that's for me, that's what made it, made it very fun. So, just want to quick, give a quick shout out to, again, LXD for letting me play play the tracks throughout the episode. Um, It's been on a loop this whole time, so you guys have just been hearing that throughout the whole episode. So, again, I'll let it play out whatever song's playing to end the episode, but. Just give them a listen, LXD, look on where you get to search for your music. Also, I am LXD on all social media platforms. Give them a follow, please. All right. Also, shout out to Orlando Magic HQ, all the boys over there. Anthony, Al, Luke, Kieran. Um, Again, you guys just grateful to work with you, grateful to have the opportunity to, to work together. And grow together in this space. We got a lot of more work to do, but um, it's gonna be dope, man. I'm I'm, again excited to have Magic fans in the in the same mindset as I. So uh, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait to work together. So let's get it. Shout out to the family: Uh, mom, dad, Yongi, Yoki, Maria, Jonathan, Jaden, Talia, Dominic. Michael, Joshua. Psh, everybody will. Uchaquil. Bro, mind you, and I don't care, I don't care if you feel embarrassed. My cousin Will has the greatest nickname, middle name ever, and he refuses to embrace it. Will Shaquille. So We Shaquille as we say it with the little the little flair. But bro, tell him to embrace it, you know, Orlando, O Town. And he don't even like the magic so as as much as he should, so it's like Maybe that's why he don't want to embrace it, but not. Nah. <laughs> Just fucking with you, <laughs> love you, dog. <laughs> but shout out, shout out to Kai too. Hello uh, nephew, love you, bro. Can't wait to DJ s- is gonna see you soon. Shout out Selena, my sister, um, and my nephew Elijah. Can't wait to see you soon. DOJ misses you. Um, again, shout out everyone else in the family. Abuelita, abuelito, they will be heading back to Puerto Rico soon. Uh, gonna miss them, but it's been awesome having my grandparents in town, uh, mommy, sorry, papa over in Ireland, everybody else out there in Ireland, love y'all, um, mama family, Massachusetts, Joshua, Tata, um, Marcus, part of the family, shout out to you too, uh, shout out everybody over there, shout out Amani, my uh, uh, other little nephew, little newest, little bundle of joy, um. Again, happy for you guys so keep um you know just keep keep being great great parents love you guys Ta keep being you you look amazing shout out to you <laughs> um, but I love you as you know as we go and to just finish up um, not to get not to get too long-winded here because you know how these shout outs can get you always kind of get lost in them but I'd, um, I'd be remiss if also I didn't give a shout out to these people Because I don't really look at my friends too much as friends I consider most of them as family And um, A lot of people have just helped me out throughout everything You know If I forget your name excuse me but Again You know shout out shout out to you For for just Reigniting the spark and, and I know you've, you're have you just as much of this process as, as I am of me So you know Shout shout out Natalia! Shout out Elizabeth! Shout out the boy! Shout out Tony! Shout out David! Shout out again, LA LXD! Shout out! I already said Tony! uh, Brandon, Trevon! You know, shout out everybody! Really, Kenny! You know, shout out Mister Pena! Shout out everybody, man! Like you guys, you guys really have no idea the the impact you guys have have had on me, and I really gotta thank you just just for just for being there and 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 everything, man. Thank you again for anyone who's ever listened or wanted to listen or cared to ever interact. It's much appreciated more than you guys know. Um, and again, oh, Karina, can't forget you. Again, I, mean, I am going to forget some people, but... Nati, Angelique, Elias, Curtis, my PSL family, back home. I love y'all, which is honestly most most mostly everybody I, 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 I mentioned. Anyways, but <laughs> shout out to all y'all, man. Um, again, you guys mean the world to me. Um, again, I just hope that things... For you guys. Works out well. Everybody you know. Is in, in their bag. In their grind mode. As we should be. Now is the time. There's no more time to waste guys. I think we've. 2020 was enough of that. Even. First half of 2021. It's been that. First, in some cases. But. It's time to get it. You know. And you guys are a big. Big part of it. Everybody. Family. Friends. Listeners. Subscribers followers everything. We're all part of this together. We're going to grow. We're going to be great. Um And man, just again, thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to From the Nose Bleeds. Again, I am your host LJ. That's I3LJAY on all social media platforms. I3LJAY, but yes, it is pronounced ILJ for those who question it. Um, it's has been a been a middle school nickname it's gonna gonna stick forever so <laughs> but man again shout out to everybody for listening shout out to everybody um for sharing commenting doing anything you guys do with with this episode and again shout out to everyone who's throughout this process has has just been a part of it and it's helped me in any kind of way uh real quick shout out jeremy uh can't can't forget him. That would have, that would have definitely eat me up. <laughs> I forgot Jeremy. Uh, okay. So yeah, again, my bad if I forgot anybody else, um, but I don't want to keep, keep this dragon out any longer, but again, uh, it's been great. And this next episode starting soon, we're going to, we're going to have guests. So stay tuned and it's going to be a lot more interactive. So again, thank you guys for sticking it out for this uh, re-debut back into from the nose bleeds to the studio um and uh, just stay tuned for more thank you guys and uh, we're gonna listen to the rest of revive to kind of ride out for the rest of the uh few minutes here people
0: switch up, gotta be there when it counts they be with you but when shit fall they bounce. I don't stress shit, I'ma break down this ounce, cause people only do what you allow, so I just to switch up, I had no choice, they used to hear me out, so now I use my voice, my music and family, the only thing giving me joy, so now I stay focused, I'm blocking
1: out the noise, I done, did so much shit in my life, on oh, not long, nigga, I don't regret, still got a chance.